Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to the Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com, to get the books. Go to sarcasticbigbook.com or just go to Amazon. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day's just getting started or it's just winding down or maybe it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are. You and me. And I am glad for that. And I am so grateful. I have no desire to drink today. And I do have my normal crap right here. My piping hot cup of French rose coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is delicious. I'm drinking it out of my unicorn mug and um, I don't know. It's not like a product placement thing. It's just it's what I drink. Every time I record no matter what time of day it is I make sure I have this with me. So I am continuing to record some bonus episodes, so there's more than three a week right now. Hope you're enjoying them. I have been thinking a lot about why I have such a quiet mind now. And how valuable that is to be present. And how much work it, it's taken to arrive at this place. When I was new... I was going too fast mentally to even really comprehend the idea of a quiet mind. Looking back, it's pretty simple. I was just, I still had a lot of fear, self, basically. I was worried about everything. I used to freak out all the time. The episode I did yesterday was about freaking out, but I really used to freak out a lot. I used to freak out a lot. I used to have complete meltdowns pretty regularly. I just thought so deeply about everything and I just couldn't 
was like a horse that was not tamed, my brain. It was just wild. It was a wild ride sitting on that. I didn't know where to focus my attention. And I, I did, but I couldn't do it. And that made it worse. I knew what I was should have been thinking about. Or what I told myself I should have been thinking about, but I just couldn't do it. So it was very muddy. It was very kind of chaotic. My journey. I was incapable for a long time of being in a place where I could decide what was really important. And before I could arrive at this place, I've arrived now, you know, which is that almost nothing is important. But there are things that are really important. There's just not a ton of things that are really important. And when I was first getting sober and for the early years, I I just thought everything into the ground. I just overthought, fill in the blank, overthought it. What if this happens? What if, 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 what if? Just a million what ifs just spinning me into infinity and madness. What if that goes that way? What if that goes that way? What if this happens? What if that means this? What if that meant that? What if this? What if? And it was hard. And I think I made it out alive because of a few very simple things that I held on to throughout. One, I sought God. I looked for God. Not every minute of every day. I wasn't a psycho. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't. <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to be funny about it, but I... Even through all of that, I did always return to a place where I was like, okay, God, like, where are you? I know you're here somewhere. This is a mess, but... I know you're here somewhere. And I continued to do that. In other words, in the middle of having a freak out, I would be at a meeting outside seeking the help of an old timer who just patiently let me talk. Those people who held silence for me. I will never be able to repay. It's so rare for somebody to hold silence for you. But the people who did that, I can't thank them enough, but 
that's one thing that I was doing. It's like I was thinking a lot of things. I was freaking out. I was spinning out. But my but my feet would, you know, end up at the right spot again, somewhere seeking God, looking for an answer. So that's one thing I had. I didn't spin out and then just say, fuck it. I mean, I almost did many times. I was tempted to. I wanted to. I felt lost. I felt shut off and in the dark and confused many, 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 many times. But ultimately, I would always end up in a meeting with my hand up or outside talking to an old timer or doing a book study with people that I didn't really know or get along with or I just continued to look. So that was one thing. And then another thing that I had going for me that I attribute to my surviving this chaotic early years is that I did stay honest and I did remain open to living by spiritual principles. And then when I was a two and a half year sober, I got the message in the big book that I have today, which is radically different than what I had in the early years. And it really accelerated this process of quieting my head. It wasn't instant, but it, it sped it up because I just started to see things more and more simply like, am I in self or not? If I'm in self, I know what to do now. Get out of self. Think of someone else. I remember the first time there was this guy, Norm. And he was telling me about this. He was making it sound as simple as this. And I just couldn't, even though I knew what he was saying was right, I got the message I have today. I just couldn't comprehend. Just, It was like so simple, I couldn't see it. It's like one of those 5D pictures where it's just like you're looking at it and it's just nothing. Somebody says there's a spaceship there and you're like, okay. I can comprehend that. There's a spaceship there, but I don't see it. It was like that. He was like, just get out of self. Think of someone else. And I just, my brain could not do that. It was like, okay, that was, I remember there were so many mental hurdles still. I just couldn't conceive of just pivoting and thinking of someone else. But I did start contemplating that and practicing that as best I could at that time. And it did end up, after practicing that, really bringing incredible results. Combined with regular inventories, the regular making of amends, I started to practice going to meetings, not for me. That was a big one. Practicing going to meetings, not for me. Practice it. That really helped me. Don't go to a meeting to see what I'm going to get out of it. Oh, you're uncomfortable. You're miserable. You're freaking out. You're, you know, spazzing out about this or that. Go to a meeting and see what you can contribute. Make that your aim. Make that your focus. Don't think about anything else. 
And I started to practice doing that somewhere in there. And that really helped. Today I sit here and I'm very thankful that my head is really quiet. I am sitting here with you right now. There's nothing else going on. I'm not thinking about anything except this moment. And that is not because I'm extra special or extra anything. It's because I have practiced. I've practiced rehearsing the notion that self is the enemy, the fear is self, that resentment is self, that self-pity is self, that thinking I'm a piece of shit is self, that thinking I'm the shit is self. Just meditating on those things with a feather and doing my best to try to be a light in the world. Maybe that helped somebody today. I don't know. But there it is. I'm going to plug my new book, Cruel Truths, a children's book for adults only. I'm very proud of it. Check it out. Check out the Sarcastic Daily Meditations, more Sarcastic Daily Meditations, the Sarcastic Big Book, first and second editions. They're all available on Amazon. Check them out. And if this podcast is helping you, tell somebody about it. Or tell me about it. Write to me. I love when I get messages. I love it. I love when people write to me. It means a lot every time. It's kind of, that's like the biggest fuel I have to do this, to be honest, because I'm just sitting here looking out the window and I don't know. It is nice to hear from you that this is helping you because that's my goal. I am trying. Just one ding, ding, ringing his bell. I'll give a shout out today to Mallory. Give a shout out today to Wes and Ross and Heather and Haley and Taylor. Give a shout out today to Dr. Wu, Cousin Dupree, Mr. Chow, Wiz, Teets, and a special shout out to Chelsea and to Dave. And if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. There's a new product coming out. It's called As Beautiful As Me. And it's just a mask with my face on it. And if you want to look as beautiful as me, go to www.imjustjoking.gov backslash jpeg backslash waiter. Please give me the check. I'm out of here. All right. I'm leaving. I, <laughs> I do not know why my life was saved, but I'm going to go try and live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do.